Hello, good morning, and welcome to OSW Daily, Open Source Workplace Daily, almost daily live stream. Uh, here with Steve Todd, that's me, founder of Open Source Workplace, and the ever-looking cool Mike Petreski, the host of the Workplace Innovator Podcast. How you doing, Mike? You're looking great, man. I'm just jealous. I'm just jealous because <laughs> you're going away on vacation, and I have to stay here and keep working. Oh man, it sounds. How it sounds are you, like Steve? The, Good morning. I'm great. I'm great. It sounds like you need a vacation with the, with your horse uh, this morning. <clears throat> you must have done a lot of talking yesterday on your live stream. I did. Uh, I did. Good. My voice is always a little shaky the day after a, a Wednesday <laughs> because there's too much talking going on there you go, for this man. guy. So there you go. There so you apologies, go. everyone. The last thing you want to hear is me clearing my throat on a Thursday morning. But uh, yeah, no, I'm uh, happy for you, man. You need a break and. We've had some great conversations. I think that's certainly something I'll do every day while you're gone is go back and listen and watch <laughs> previous episodes of OSW Daily. Just, just one after another. <laughs> I don't believe you. I don't believe you. But anyway, that's good. I hope you do, man. I hope you do. I hope you do. But anyway, folks, if you're joining us here, uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you for taking the time to drop in. Uh, so what do we like to do here? We like to talk about uh, all current content, sometimes not so current content, but things, content that we think is relevant to today, uh, all related to work, workplace and employee experience. And uh, we've got a few things we want to talk about. Uh, so, so yeah, so this is the first time coming across the channel, please do hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell so you're alerted each time that uh, we do post something. Um, in addition, there is a link below that if you subscribe, we will send you a, a daily newsletter where you will get a lot of the content up front, but we put in a whole bunch more. So daily productivity tips, statistics, things that you can use um, and, and keep uh, one to be more productive, but also uh, bring into your own workplace environment and studies that you do. And, and we do book reviews and, and many other good things in there. So sign up there today, it's using that link and uh, you'll be receiving those things. And Mike, you know, I, this is my last day, but I was thinking, what do I do with this newsletter? Because I'm gonna be away. And I thought, you know something, I can schedule all this. So yesterday I went through and I, I got all these bitmojis of me on vacation. And I've got them nice. all teed up, so things are going to come out. Obviously, I won't be I won't be putting in the a lot of the content we're going to talk about, but I'll continue with a sort of a right. a skeleton uh, newsletter, so people will receive stuff um, while I'm away, and uh, there'll be some fun with That's awesome. uh, little emojis, so basically people can sort of open those up, just eat them just to see that. Uh, but at least they can. I hope I don't see the it. one where there's the bitmoji of you on the beach in a, just a bathing suit lying on a blanket. Have you did you Who use knows? that one? Who knows, man? Oh, no. Oh, no. Who knows? Uh, and maybe I'll just... I expect uh, you to come back with a, with a deep, dark tan, like me, when I come back from oh, a week at course, the beach. Of course, of course, of uh, course. Yes. You and I look My very... Irish our Irish, our Irish blood and Irish skin. You know, I want to see at least a bright red uh, hue about you. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so yeah. So, what are we going to talk about today? Because uh, we're here to talk about some content. And, Mike, I came so close to just talking about this first the first article let me throw the agenda first and just so people can see yeah but i really wanted this this business uh, article you sent through on the harvard harvard study um it was so deep and there were so many questions that went through my head that i'm, I'm fine yeah. if we just talk about this today but we can but obviously we've got other things that we want to talk about curious right we talk, we've talked in the past about curious mindset um especially at these times of uncertainty so we're going to dig into a little bit of that and then also google on how they're training their managers and their people to manage health 
uh, mental health in specifically. And, you know, what I like about that is, you know, Google is is one of those companies that everyone looks up to and looks for leadership and guidance. And the fact that they've sure. given this uh, this interview and been so open in what they do and how they do it, um, I think it's I think it's a valuable, great, great piece of content. So uh, and again, folks, you know, all the links to all the articles we're talking about is down below. So please do check them out. Um, but let's let's dig right into this biz now. Um, uh, article uh, fantastic um, and, and, and that's Mike, a good stuff crazy stuff crazy stuff so I want to ask your opinion on you know this this first line that I have up here you know where it talks about and, and, and it, to sort of preface it they, they said this is where the in the studies innovative companies um, are conceptualizing office space as an add-on to virtual work as opposed to the default of where people work what, what was in your mind when you read that? I was surprised. Yeah, no, that does surprise me. But um, <laughs> I love you. You, <laughs> you weren't expecting it because you're, you're <laughs> No, no, I'm still mind. drinking coffee. I'm trying to wake up here, Steve. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Now, the, the whole article, there's so much data here. There's so much information. Again, every survey has its pros and cons. There's things we've discussed. We, we don't take all these results at face value. And we always ask the question, you know, who, who's asking the questions? What are the questions? But there's some interesting things going on here. And yes, yeah. this this kind of, you know, rethinking of the workplace idea. And it's not that it's all the, the, the survey results are not that surprising, although some are. The the idea of, you know, we, we know they're going to we're going to be heading into this new reality. We already in a new reality that the, the longer term implications of this work from home experiment and now knowing that we can be successful many of us working from home and therefore we need to rethink how we approach workplace what's the value of it why do we come back what uh, do we do to enhance that experience what do we do to encourage people to return feel safe about returning and then also that hybrid approach we've talked about so many times the challenges of managing the two different uh, groups of people, the ones that are at home, ones that are in the office. And, and yeah, so this is kind of flipping some of those ideas on its head, you know, emphasizing the virtual world and, and then having the physical workplace be uh, the supplement to our, our main place of working. But, but there's so much to, to go into here, and yeah, I, I know you, yeah, I, want, yeah. I don't want to steal your thunder. I want to oh, go no. through it metho metho methodologically. See, here I am, Mr. Mr. Awesome. Struggling awesome. to say words. Awesome. Methodically. And, methodically. Yeah. Let's yeah, do it methodically, Steve. Let's let's do it like that. So that yeah, the, and there's a word coming up later that um, I know I'm going to mess up, but I'm just going to blame it on the fact that you know I'm, I'm British and you Americans will say it something differently. You know, what I mean, I'm going to stick with <laughs> stick with that. So um, I don't yeah. have that excuse. <laughs> yeah. So I, I actually find it really interesting, and I sort of um, as I deliberated over that one sentence. I was trying to think to myself, well, why would that be? Why would the innovative companies be putting the virtual work first and then almost seeing the office as an extension of the virtual work or the virtual office? And I just had to think that the innovative companies are sort of software driven because, you know, SaaS is, is what's driving a lot of innovation today. Technology is. Yep. And this was a role that I don't think many people believed could be done outside of the team being together all the time because of how they work the scrums everyone's sitting together they have their boards all around everyone sees the work processes 
everyone's able to sort of listen to, you know, what code's been developed, how it's going to interact with different things, and just the systems are where they all have their own individual cans of work, so to speak. And then you've obviously got someone who then ties all those cans together. I'm using probably the wrong vernacular, but it's a way I can sort of understand it for myself. And yeah, I don't, I actually, I don't believe we've ever envisioned that they could work away from each other because they need to be that interaction, right? But I think people are really surprised, even the software engineers themselves, of how productive they can be. In essence, they can lock themselves in their own room uh, at home, create an environment that works for them. They all are involved in that 15-minute scrum at the beginning and at the end of the day. But then that piece in the middle is where they can really dig in and actually probably get through a lot more work. And obviously, there are metrics that show the organizations on how productive they are, right? So you can measure lines of code and go, okay, so this is the one of the lines of code that this person was typically producing in the office environment and then comparing it to today's world. And actually they're probably going, hmm, this is, this is actually working out quite well. Now, is this sustainable? I don't know, but I think it's, if, you, if we look at the words that were used, it's the office is an extension. It's not saying it's going to be eliminated. It's sort of, we're going to add that on to that virtual. So basically, maybe we can take it to a new level of productivity, a new level of collaboration. And uh, that's sort of what was going through through my head as I sort of pondered what that could potentially mean. I don't know if you have any thoughts so, on that. So much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I don't think that deeply, Steve. No, no, that's all great stuff. I, I think that the thing that jumps out to me in that is so many of us have different experiences, roles, responsibilities, daily tasks in our work life. So the, the, the software engineers you described, you know, have that world. And, and that is surprising that they're so effective uh, in this work from home experiment. And that's the thing I, I guess jumped out at me too, is that, is it sustainable? That's the piece that mm. you, you're asking that question. And, and that's where I have a, a, a question. And I wonder, because you know, no matter what happens with the virus, however long it takes for that to go away, I think we are forever changed by our thinking around this and the, the need for flexibility. So what happens when we're not all in this together anymore? And the article mm -hmm. addressed this, you know, the yep. idea, the reason yep. this has been such an, a successful experiment, if you want to call it that, in, in so many ways, at least here in the near term, is because we were all forced to do remote working and we were all forced to be in it together. And, and they referred to prior experiments with remote work where it was always a challenge because that the digital worker who was dialing into a meeting that everybody else was in person was a second class citizen. And that went away with this COVID lockdown. So as we get back to some new normal, some new hybrid approach and half the team is in the physical workspace, half continues to work from home, or let's just say that that's the situation, how do you prevent that, you know, from happening again? How do you prevent the the tiering, the, the, the second class or, or difference in approach mm. or, or view or or feeling, those human feelings of being connected with your team? And that's where the, the longer term discussion comes in and, and what do we do and how do we manage, you know, both those groups to yeah. be successful. But I think you're right. The, the experiment is proving many things. Uh, some other interesting things, you know, were you surprised by some of the results about which type of personality, yeah. you know, performs best in yeah, a remote environment? It's, it's, that that surprised me. No, it really did. It really did. And we've talked about, you know, the type of leadership that's going to be required in this environment. And as we move forward, 
but actually it's almost the same skill sets. We've talked about the empath empathetic leader, but actually it's almost the empathetic and agreeable employee the studies are showing that actually they're the employees that actually do benefit and do are more productive in this environment as well, which I guess kind of makes sense, um, but it's not something yeah. that I connected um, before. So that was that was interesting to me. Did you have any other thoughts on that? Yeah, just that that idea that introverts you would think would oh, yeah, be that's, happier that's right. yeah. away from yeah. people and in their own world, and they get to kind of control their own environment. But there's there's some evidence that shows that they they need those people around them to to feel comfortable and feel connected, even if it's not a natural you know engagement where they're the one the loudest mm -hmm. voice in the room, for example. Yeah. But you're right, empathy. I think that's the key. And mindset is the key for for all of our success, whether you're a manager, whether you're an employee, whether you're at home or, or in another setting, um, you know, thinking of others before ourselves. And certainly during this pandemic where there's so much going on that requires our, our personal self-sacrifice, our, our putting others before ourselves, you know, wearing a mask, whatever it might be, social distancing, giving up some of the things that we all are missing right now. And we do it for the greater good. And, and we also understand that even if we don't see some concern or feel a vulnerability, others do. So, you know, when we're at home and we're, we're left to our own devices to, to take the initiative and set up a meeting or, or make that uh, phone call to a colleague or a teammate, it's something that we have to, you know, have that thought like, oh, I'm fine right now. I'm busy doing my work, but there m might be someone else who can really be, you know, benefit from me reaching out to them right now. And that's, I think, where, where those types of personalities are really doing well in this environment. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, bring up the, uh, well, just remind me of the list. What else was on there? Because yeah, there's no, so many a, things in this no, article. Was, and I was going to ask you a question and I'll bring, I'll bring it up in a second. But the other thing that sort of um, struck me was stress negative emotions and task related conflict was down 10% in this environment. That really surprised yeah, that's me. And, yeah. and it's one of those, you know, we've talked about the stress of, you know, what everyone went through initially, but I almost think maybe this is, this is made a gross assumption because I don't haven't actually read the actual study. This is a, uh, a surmising of the study, but to think that that, has dropped the emotional, the stress, the conflict has dropped 10%. Um, yeah, I just, I'm still struggling to really understand that because the emotional stress that actually this environment puts on us, be it your home situation, be it everything we heard initially, right? That there are people who are loving it, there are people that just hate it and just can't cope with it. And there still are those people, um, don't get me wrong, and that, and that won't change. But the fact that through the entire study that it's dropped 10% on average, which means yeah, I don't, there, are, I, there are a lot of people that actually is reduced dramatically beyond that. I find that um, fascinating. Yeah, and, and again, I didn't de dig too deep into it either, but that did surprise me. And I wonder how they measure stress and how yeah, they, yeah. you know, maybe it's just asking people how they feel. And if someone's taking a overall holistic view of their current situation, maybe the stress just reduced from having to commute into the office each day. It's yeah. something that they yeah, feel they wanted to report back. But I, I got to believe that, like you said, with those other factors of children at home, you know, uh, spouses, partners, people, roommates, there's there's got to be an increased stress. And also the digital the digital component of this mm -hmm. we've talked about here time and again, the, the mm -hmm. digital stress of of Zoom fatigue and things like that. That's where I've really felt it 
over these last many months, yeah. and I'm sure others have as well. Yeah. Um, so so uh, the other thing we, we didn't talk about, but the people are working longer. Yeah, that's that's clear, right? Yeah, yeah. And doing and having more meetings, but 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 shorter meetings, shorter meetings to the point. And, and where there's benefits of that, it also then goes on to say, well, there's a counter a counteraction to that with people having those less informal conversations that um, there's less collaboration um, with our right. people who we interact with more. So like our direct team and people that we like. Yeah. that actually interactions increase by 40%, but those people that we actually don't usually come into contact with where the real innovation happened is actually dropped dramatically. So that's where, you know, and it goes on to say, Absolutely. you know, we know where that innovation of new technologies and so on and so forth, that that may be the long-term, um, be long-term detriment to, to an innovative process. So fascinating stuff. Yeah, have you said, noticed that? That would just, I just got to uh, comment really quickly on that because no, no, that's, that's my biggest notice. I mean, yeah. I am... Again, I'm a little different because I was always pre-pandemic a remote worker who, you know, did a lot of my own thing while I was in my home office. Then I would travel either to corporate headquarters once a quarter or I would go to a conference and meet up with my colleagues from my office. But those were groups of people from from not just my marketing team, but but the sales team and some some mm. uh, developers. I go into the office and, and see the other folks, the HR folks, the developers, the uh, you know, all the different support people in our corporate headquarters, I, I really don't have a reason to interact one-on-one -on -one with them anymore. And, and, and you didn't, you think, what's the big deal? It's like, you, you don't really have a direct, um, need to, but, but that's a big, big kind of thing that makes you all come together as a team, the, the corporate culture. And then you never know what those casual conversations might spark a, a conversation I have with a sales rep. Um, might just bring up an idea that I could right. use for my podcast or, or what have you, or, or a yeah. future conference speaking engagement. Mm. So it's really, a, or what the customers are saying, you know, and, and maybe an introduction to a customer for an interview. And, and that has gone away almost completely, unless I deliberately, you know, and, and it's been some rare occasions where I'll slack at one of my friends from the sales team that, that we don't see each other like we used to. I just right. kind of work in my little world and, and with my marketing team. Uh, have you experienced that too? Yeah, no, I have actually, and, it, and it's funny you said that. So um, I actually started reaching out to folks within the organization and just asking them for 10, 15 minutes to jump on a Zoom call just to see, you know, how you're doing, what are you thinking, what are you working on, just little things like That's that. Great. So basically a couple, you know, I think probably two or three a week, um, and, and whether it all depends on the sort of, you know, bandwidth on, on both for both parties, but in essence it's the ability sure. to touch base where folks that, you know, you may have seen just around the office or, you know, uh, just to touch in. So, yeah, I do. I do. I do. And it's, it's something I've been very conscious about, you know, but uh, but yeah, but so much there, Mike, as I said, we, we continue to talk about this for a, oh, yeah, for a while. But, you know, you know, you know me, I'm always curious. So how do we stay curious in times of uncertainty? And, and, and this is this was the, um, I guess, quotient curiosity quotient i have no idea how we say that mike do you oh, uh, uh, quotient 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 okay it's, okay it's great i don't know english language where's the sh in there there is none but quotient. sometimes <laughs> a t is it is an sh so there you quotient. go there you go there you go but anyway it's it's all about having a hungry mind and i love i love i love that uh, I always talk about myself being thirsty. Uh, you know, I have an unquenchable thirst for for learning and for knowledge. So it's uh, it, it's great. But what this is all talking about is fun ways to grow your curious mind. 
and it talks yeah. three things um, and it's so cool and and you can probably relate to this you know where, where I, I this is this is how I do it Mike you know I think about stage one I take the stage right take the stage is what they're saying <laughs> think of someone who you right. admire you know I look at you Mike and I see how you do it's things me. I see everything there you, you go. do and I go I knew this was how do I become Mike <laughs> DJ Mike you know and, and I'm sure you do it too there's, there's there's many, there's many people who we see interviewing or who we see doing talk shows or we see doing, you know, these type of events and we go, yeah. how do they do it? What is it they do? And, and that's all part of a learning process. I mean, for me, Tom Billu is like one of the best interviewers, especially in this, in this forum on, uh, through video, um, because that's how he's doing it at the moment. And he's tremendous. Yeah. He's so, so good at it. Um, so how do we learn? And so it's basically, this is all talking through a process. If you, Please do go read the, read the article. It takes you through a you know three or four step process and how you how you do this, how you get into the mindset, and then the acceptance speech where you know the acceptance speech is basically where you see yourself six months from now. You know where Mike, it's you and I where we, you know we're getting you know YouTube video you know channel of the year, whatever that is, and what does that look like, and who are we thanking, and <coughs> right, how right. did we do it, and you know whatever it is, and then obviously the last piece is teaching. You know, and it's it's like. If you want to really learn something and you want to master something, go teach it. So therefore, whenever you know you got to teach something, I mean, you look at all this stuff that we got to do every morning. You know, we get up, we put this together, and we have to come up with stuff to talk about. Sometimes it's better yeah. than others, and sometimes it's more in our in our in our streams than, than others. But uh, I I just think this is a a really good tool that we can all use, we can all benefit from, um, and there's something in there for everybody. Absolutely. Uh, really, really good. Uh, look at the article, folks. We can't really do it justice here, but Steve did a great job <laughs> summarizing it. And the the one about picking someone you admire and yeah. uh, imagining yourself uh, being them, right, for for a, a period of time and then and seeing what you learned and what questions came to mind, the, the curious mind. The other, the other thing that jumped out of me in this article, and I think it was dated back in March at the beginning Correct. of the pandemic, it said, you know, imagine yourself six months from now when this is all over. And I, I just think that was funny. That, that jumped out at me as a as a kind of a so ironic uh, maybe comment, not funny, but but sad in a way that here we are almost six months later and we are nowhere near the end of this. But, yeah, great, great stuff. And, and stay curious, folks. Stay, um, you know active, proactive, looking for ways to learn something new. And, and I'm talking to myself first. So these next couple of weeks, Steve, when you're away uh, and, and I have my mornings free again, it's going to be an interesting thing to, you know, look back and say when you come back and, and you'll ask me, Mike, what did you do with those mornings at 8 a.m.? You know, did I did I sleep in a little extra extra than than I used to or did I do something new, creative, curious and and stretch myself, learn something awesome. new. Awesome, and and uh, I hope I can do that. And I want to run a competition um, on that very point. So what's the over under, Mike, on you, <laughs> oh, no. get, you getting up or you, you getting up at the same time oh. each weekday as you're uh. currently doing or you you go you, you go longer. So let, let's let's do it. We'll, we'll, we'll give a prize out to this. So anybody who wants to sort of guess 
just shoot over how many days you think Mike will get up at the same time as he currently does mm -hmm. to do the, to do this show. And, and you, you know, you're showing a lot of indications there, Mike, that I'm not very the over under. Kind of many. So, uh, so the yeah, odds folks, makers are setting OSW setting the daily. <laughs> so send your emails to oswdaily at gmail.com and uh, we'll give a prize out to somebody who gets it right. Or who knows, maybe you're the only one and, 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 and you're the you're the one that actually gets the prize. But uh, hey. one thing I do, I do want to say, uh, Mike, on that Take the Stage, if, if you haven't read it, there is a book called Alter Ego. And it is mm. all about this creating an alter ego. And what a lot of uh, elite athletes do, or, or really uh, successful people do, is they create this alter ego. So, you know, Steve Todd, who is the introvert to do this, what do I have to do and to get myself, and that's a really bad example, but if you take Beyonce, Beyonce was not Beyonce. She, you know, Beyonce was Steve a- Steve Todd, stack. Beyonce, I think of you often in the same <laughs> sentence. That's absolutely true. This is a very realistic comparison. Keep going, keep going. I love him. I love you calling me out on that because I so would have done the same to you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. But in essence, you know, Beyonce was originally a choir singer. So in a church, singing in a choir to then go on stage performing the way she does she created this alter ego in her head of who that need who she needed to be to be beyonce eventually right. she became beyonce because in essence you vision who that is what it is you need to do the traits you need to have and then you become that person so it, it's it's a fascinating book of all that mindset and actually it goes through the process of how you actually do it so i'd encourage you to read it perhaps that's what you could do and by the time we come back you could be who knows but the time we come i'll back, be yeah you never i'll be back i'll be like be tom bill you steve steve how you doing man so uh I'm your new. I'm the new Mike. I'm the new DJ Mike. DJ Mike. I'll be smoking a cigar. Yeah, uh, and I'll have changed my I, personality I completely. I, I won't do an over or under on that one because I, I I think it's a certainty that uh, DJ Mike will always be DJ Mike. <laughs> I, I, that is true. No, it's funny though. You, funny you you mentioned this because I think, and maybe this that I, I how how long ago was that book written? Because I wonder if in today's world of YouTube, you know, everybody on video. Uh, everybody putting themselves out there in a way. We, what do we always talk about here? We talk about the importance of authenticity and vulnerability yeah. and the value in, in being our true selves. I had a guest on my live stream yesterday, Vic Bangia, and he was a guest on my podcast like three and a half years ago, way, way back before Workplace Innovator, back to the prior show, FM Innovator, one of the uh, early episodes there. And I said, you know, before I have Vic on, I'm going to go back and re-listen to my early, early podcast. And I know you've done this before where you see yourself from, from you know, years ago or even months ago sometimes. Yeah. And, and I was like, hey, everybody, welcome to the show. This is DJ Mike P. And I'm here to tell you about, you know, facility management. And it was like this, this voice that I was putting on. I didn't even know I was putting it on. But I was almost like playing a character. Yeah. Because I felt necessary, I felt it necessary to do that, and um, so it's almost like the reverse in a sense. But yeah. it's almost harder. It's it's easier to do that guy than it is to be the real Mike P. Yeah. And to be yeah. just putting myself here on YouTube and and talk to you each morning. It it you can't help but just be like this is this is me, and I'm going to make mistakes, and I'm going to stumble and bumble over my words, and I'm completely comfortable with it. I shouldn't say I'm completely comfortable with, it, but you're more comfortable now than you were. You know, a week ago, a month ago, a year ago, For right? Sure, absolutely, absolutely. And I just, just, I just looked up the book. It's called The Alter Ego Effect. It was published February fifth, twenty nineteen. So not that long ago. 
Yeah, um, and I could see that the value in that. And, and so the Beyonce example is a great one. So I always wondered how some of these incredible performers, mu- usually musical performers, yeah. you know, get on stage and then you see them interviewed and they're these sweet, kind, very right. quiet people. Yeah. Like she was a church, you know, yeah. grew, grew up in the church, a church singer. And then she's on stage, like doing all this stuff. It's like, how do you reconcile that? And it's, it's almost like she's playing a character yeah. and, and she's putting herself into this character 100 percent. And um, and I, I know I'm a big admirer of you, too, as you know, big, big uh, Bono oh, my, fan. My and buddies, I've, I've my been, buddies. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're <laughs> Irish buddies um, who you hang out with in in hotels in in Belfast. Um, and I don't remember the period of the 90s where Bono would be basically do this. He would create a character. And during the concert tour, he was some the fly or he was McFisto and he was these characters and he always talks about the suit of lights he wears and mm-hmm. and this guy he's on this guy on stage is not the Bono who is the thoughtful you know lyricist and poet poet and, and deep thinker and spiritual guy so it was interesting um to hear those stories but I, I will check out that book yeah, thanks no, it's, for it's it, it is great it is great and uh, i think it's just great psychologically to sort of help us develop and, and curate and, and there's so many more questions but i just i just want to touch on one because i know we're running low on time so i just want to pull this up we don't really have to talk too much about this but this is just again look google are an organization that everyone looks up to right for how they hire staff how they the services they provide the staff um and you know it's just they, they are they are a beacon in that way um, and this is a really deep dive interview into what they're offering to employees, to managers, to help manage mental health and how they're making it a priority. So please do go check it out and, and, and read it. Yeah. And I did have good a, stuff here. You know, it really it really is good. Um, the one, you know, I was reading this and I was like, this is so good. And, and many organizations provide this type of a lot of the things that Google are providing, many companies do do it. But I almost feel that we undervalue what our organizations offer us because it doesn't feel like we have to pay a price for it. I don't know what it is. So we, be it, you know, training that they provide, be it, um, I know, access to whatever, you know, call it health programs, be it mental awareness programs, be it, you know, like there's a lot of companies now offering, you know, and the Cam app, Brain FM, uh, Headspace, all these different apps, they're now offering all these things, but yet we seem to undervalue it because we're getting it or giving yeah. it or the company's giving it. Do you feel that? Do you see that? Do you sense that? Interesting. I do sometimes. I, I often ignore the emails that come from our HR team because yeah. they're offering all these, here's a link to one of our benefits that's available to you already. There's no extra cost. It's just something... And we're like, oh, that's just that's from the company. Right. Yeah, for some reason I do that. Yeah. That might be our default setting, and yeah. I think that's a mistake. I think especially in these times. In the article, just to make a quick comment on it, just talks about some practical ways to check in with people, and check in on their mental health, yeah. check in on their well-being, get outside the. You know, that's the other danger of this digital virtual existence is we get right down to business. We're trying to keep our meetings short, but we we need to recreate some of those check-in moments where we ask people how they're doing, and you know, really get a, a window into what's going on and make sure we're we're making that connection as people before we get into the, the checklist of what we need to get done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. I, I, I read through everything that Google is doing. I'm thinking this is fantastic. And then I stepped back and I went, you know, NASDAQ provides this as well. 
they do all these <laughs> different things. And it's like, I'm, I'm reading this article saying this is fantastic what they're doing. And, and, and that's how I got to that mindset. It's like, I'm asking myself, do I undervalue what the organization is providing? Because it's yeah. there. They're just giving us to us, you know. Um, and, you know, these benefits teams work very hard in actually creating these programs. And, and to your point, right. like those emails come out from HR. And I'm sure everybody who's listening can sort of appreciate, that. yeah, I, I do that too. Uh, but yet, you know, they oh, that's for somebody things. else. That's for somebody who's right. got uh, right. issues or yeah. concerns or whatever. We're all in this together, yeah. guys. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. we need we need to help each other. Right. So, look, thank you. Appreciate it. If you got all the way through, as always, we're giving a prize away. If you email us and just say, "Yep, I listened all the way through, Steve." Um, so there'll be a prize for that. So email us with that, uh, and uh, also over under on how many days, Mike. Uh, we'll wake up at the same time. We want to do that. Uh, out, out of 10? Out of 9? Or what would it be? Out of 8? Out of 8. We'll do it out of 8. Out of 8. Over, under, yeah. out of 8? Yeah. yeah, we'll see. We'll so, see. look, Mike, thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, Cheers. It's been great. Uh, I will see you in two, a little over, well, two and a half weeks almost, I guess. Yeah. Enjoy your time away, man. I can't wait. You deserve I can't it. Wait. Thank you, man. I appreciate well done. It. Thank you. All right. Take care. All right. Take care, everybody. Thanks.